Welcome to the Anime Night Podcast. As always, I'm Maddie, and I am joined by my boys, Cam and Jake. Oh, we were the guys. We are the guys. You're the guys. You're <laughs> the guys, Cam and Jake. Uh, today, me and the guys are going to talk about Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, I feel like we say this every episode, but very hyped anime. Everybody's been talking about it. Everyone's been Google searching it. And if you don't know about Jujutsu Kaisen... It's essentially the story of. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry, I messed it up. I wouldn't have freaked out. I don't think of the dogs. But then I started thinking, I was like, do I know anything about Jujutsu Kaisen? And I was like, uh, it's a story about curse. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the real intro. <laughs> That's it. So... Jujutsu Kaisen is obviously one of the most talked about shows that's come out of 2020 and 2021. Um, oh no, I'm freaking out. <laughs> Why are you freaking out? Wait, let me think about this. Synopsis, I- take three. <laughs> Do I know what this show is about? Oh my God. That's the problem now. with this show. You don't know what it's about. That's the synopsis. We don't know what this show's about yet. Okay, I'm going to try this one more time, and then I'm going to kill myself. Okay. (laughs) So, Jujutsu Kaisen is one of the most hyped anime to come out of 2020 into 2021. Takes place in Tokyo in a world where curses wreak havoc on people, and a group of people known as sorcerers have to battle the curses and try to restore normality to the world. Um, things kind of get crazy when a regular Joe Schmo kind of a guy named Yuji Itadori eats a cursed object and he himself turns into the vessel for a curse, setting him on a path to go to the Jiu-Jitsu high and learn how to become a sorcerer um, like the other characters. So I know what I think about the show. What are your first takes now that season one is done? I feel like I just learned about the show that I never thought what the plot was until now. Oh, really? Yeah, that was a really good job. That's how all over the place I find Jujutsu Kaisen at times. What? What's so all over the place about it? See, I can't even tell you that's how all over the place it is. <laughs> like, I'm used to the Naruto, I'm gonna be Hokage, and this person I'm gonna kill, and this. Jujutsu is like these secret plotting guys that I'm not really sure what their goal is, and... I don't know. It's just, which is pretty typical for season one. I know he's supposed to eat a lot of fingers and limbs and stuff, but how they do it is great. It's very entertaining, but the overall story, I've just never thought about until you gave me the synopsis. Oh yeah. I guess when you think about it in other, in like your typical shonen, the main character has some driving motivation that keeps them going. And that's, what's driving the story along. Mm -hmm. Maybe not so much with Naruto. That's not actually the plot line is him becoming Hokage. It's just, that's his main motivation. That's what he shouts about. My Hero Academia, he's, it's about his path to becoming the number one hero. Um, but with Yuji, he's just kind of like, oops, 
this is my life now, I guess. Yeah, like Yuji knows that he's going to be terminated or killed, right? Mm-hmm. When he consumes all 20 fingers. So he's like, give, given the option, do I want to try and help people and fight curses during this time? Or die do now. I just want to die right now? <laughs> yeah. So I guess like, yeah, his motivation is a little different. Plus his grandpa was like, whatever you can do, try and help others. Which is kind of all the motivation you need. Yeah, because his grandpa was supposedly hated. His grandpa didn't mm-hmm. have anybody beside him. Which he seemed he like such away. a nice guy. The what? He was literally an old shit in the hospital. Yeah, but he looked so cute and innocent. <laughs> yeah, there was no backstory on him, I feel like. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll get that. I feel like we were kind of owed that a little bit. Yeah. You know, and uh, my usual disclaimer, um, I have read the manga up until the most recent chapter where now we're on the hiatus. Um, so I'm going to do my best not to spoil anything. And I'm just going to very quietly nod. And Unless go, mm-hmm, we ask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, Jake doesn't want to be spoiled whatsoever. Oh. Where are you getting this from? Didn't you just I feel like you were just telling us not to spoil anything. Don't spoil anything. Yeah, I don't in, recall. Unintentionally. Oh, or just don't spoil anything unless we're recording. You can spoil. <laughs> I don't really. You can spoil. I don't mind for this one as much. Okay. Well, there are some big spoilers. Stuff happens. Well, don't spoil to our listeners. Oh. So. So, so spoil it when we're not recording. <laughs> I think the show is really fun to watch. I really love when it comes to like anime design. I love like the tall, skinny type characters. And I feel like I haven't gotten that a lot. Like the Yu Yu Hakusho vibe or the Cowboy Bebop vibe. Like more realistic looking. Sure. Yeah. I mean, even none of them really look realistic to me. <laughs> but like, yeah, I guess like a a straight up and down person, I guess. <laughs> versus versus as a person. As opposed to side well, to side. In, in My Hero Academia, right? They're like squatter rounder yeah you know exactly they all walk funny but they look more like, cartoony mm-hmm. exactly that's a good way to put it so i guess they the approach is a little more mature which i really love the action is top notch so that's a ton of fun to watch and it never slows down which yeah. is really cool it's going from point like from episode one all the way to episode 25 or 6 whatever it's on the story i'm with you jake is really hard for me to follow I get that, like, he's going to be executed in X amount of time. But, like, we don't know uh, the villain's name is Sukuna. Sukuna? Sukuna is Sukuna. the... I knew I would the, mess it up. Kakuna. <laughs> Kakuna. Kakuna is the main villain. <laughs> Sukuna is the big baddie, curse of all curses, um, who is no longer technically in existence, um, but all of his 20 fingers have been severed as lingering cursed objects and that is of course what yuji itadori consumes in the first episode turning him into the vessel. sakuna's vessel so now this curse is partially back in the world and i don't know that he is the main villain but he is feels like it he's a baddie he's feels a baddie like the main sure. villain for season one for sure it's basically if harry potter had to eat all the horcruxes <laughs> yeah I thought you were going to say eat all the Voldemorts. Well, that's what the Horcruxes are. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, he's that's separated actually, right, himself right. into pieces. It's actually a very good take. This is actually now um, a Harry Potter uh, <laughs> podcast. We are talking about sorcery fights here. So it's yeah, it's true. Sorcery fight, Jujutsu Kaisen. That's, uh, One thing that's I don't like about the show mm-hmm. is I feel like it's still trying to find its identity, which I, it could be from like me not knowing the story very well. Or, or having like a hard time grabbing on to what I should be grabbing onto story-wise. But I feel like it needs to find its identity and hit its rhythm, which could come in season two or the movie or whatever, which I know it will eventually. But season one didn't grab me as much as I wanted it to. 
because it was so fun to watch. Yeah. One thing I noticed, especially rewatching it, and I guess I thought this when I was reading the manga as well, is that it moves very quickly and you're getting through like major plot points very quickly. Like when they first announced the anime, I was like, oh, they'll probably go through the Kyoto Tokyo sister school event. But they like finished that in like 20 episodes. And they're like, we still got six more episodes. We're going to do more stuff. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, what? I was like, how much are you going to get through? I did. I rewatched it for a second time two weeks ago. And then there was a week of me not watching it at all. And I've forgotten a lot. A Is lot. it because it just wasn't memorable or? I don't think it's that. I think it's, well, I mean, it has to be that because I don't remember <laughs> it. But, Otherwise I'd remember it. But I think it is the the pace is almost too fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of information thrown at you pretty quick. Right. Totally get that. Um, I love Gojo. My favorite <laughs> character. Gojo is so funny. He's, you're t- and plus like he gives me super hard Kakashi vibes. Probably yeah. because of the eye patch thing or yeah. blindfold thing. This is the first time you haven't picked the main character as your I favorite know. character. This is a moment for me, guys. I need to soak this in. <laughs> Didn't pick the main character. Obviously, he's incredibly OP, but he's so spectacular to watch when he fights, which is a ton of fun. Also, I love his goofy approach to Sakuna and what's going to happen. I'm really remembering that name because you said Kakuna now. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to mess it up. I thought Kakuna, Sakuna. Um, his like, goofy approach to really trying to figure out what's going on here. Also, it's another thing. What is like Gojo's objective to wanting uh, Itadori to eat all the fingers? You know, like he wants it to happen almost. So like, do you know anything? Manga spoiler. Do you know anything about why that could be or? I don't really think there is like a manga spoiler to answer that question. I mean, Yuji ate the finger before Gojo ever got there, yeah, right? accidentally. So Yuji ate the finger, Gojo shows up. And it's basically his and Megumi's job then to exercise or execute Yuji from that point. But Gojo somehow negotiates that he can live mm-hmm. under the pretense that he will consume all of the fingers because the explanation is that if Yuji dies, Sukuna dies with him. So as long as those fingers exist, they can't destroy them. So there's no way to permanently exercise Sukuna from the world. However, if Yuji eats all the fingers and then he is executed, then that would kind of be a workaround way of getting rid of Sukuna forever. Gotcha, gotcha. But I mean, that isn't, that's not to say that Gojo's like, finally, our chance, and I get to kill this child. Yeah. Um, But I think it's more so that Gojo saw that as an opportunity and he was interested in saving Yuji because Megumi wanted to save Mm -hmm. Yuji. Fushiguro. Yeah, Fushiguro, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but Gojo's my favorite. That was a great explanation. Mm -hmm. Gojo's hands are my favorite. He also has really pretty eyes. Oh, so beautiful. I think Who's they're a little characters? too much. Too beautiful? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're like sparkling. Yeah, it was a moment on that reveal of the eyes. Absolutely. But, I mean, they are That beautiful. is his entire, that's like what his curse technique is, though. He's got the six eyes, mm-hmm. which don't ask me the definition of that. I will not get into it because I don't know it, but that is his curse technique. He's got them fancy eyeballs, so that's probably why they play it up so much. Did they go over six eyes in the season one? Not that I remember. Spoiler. <laughs> Did, they didn't go over that, right, in season one? Maybe they didn't, but that is his curse technique. I know that he has the the infinite mm-hmm. domain expansion. Yes. Right. That is his domain. But they haven't mentioned six eyes. Okay. I just want to know if I missed that or not. Well. Yeah. Who are y'all's favorite characters? Gojo's mine. Okay. 
I really, truly love the show, so I love most of the characters, but I have a little sweet spot specifically for Toto, the uh, big buff boy. Dig me some Toto. I think you're into the characters that objectify women. What? (laughs) Where did you get this from? Zenitsu. Zenitsu. (laughs) Naruto. Toto. Toto does not objectify what, women. What's next? Was Mineta your favorite? What, what, what a keen observation, Jake. What a great observation. Toto does not objectify women. Where are you getting this from? He, before he fights someone, he's like, what is your type of woman? But yeah, why like, does he ask them that? And then if they don't say big ass, full yeah, like body, that, he, he beats the crap out why, of them. Why does he ask women that, though? Because he's objective. Because that's what his teacher asked him. And his teacher's a woman. This was in season one. I could talk about this. When she first like recruits him to like learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Learn like jujitsu. She literally goes. Jujitsu. Jujitsu. (laughs) Jujitsu. Jujitsu. You have been saying (laughs) jujitsu. Well, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Jujitsu. It's barely any different. (laughs) Is barely any different. Is it? Anyways. Okay. She walks up to him and she goes, hey, like, kid, what kind of women do you like? In flashback. Right, right. Do you remember the name of the girl he's always talking about? Is that his teacher? That's uh, not his teacher. No, Takada-chan, she is a um, idol. Right. The woman that he objectifies. No, she doesn't, he doesn't objectify her. Yes. I thought it was yes, Jennifer it Aniston. Jennifer Lawrence is like the tall oh. woman with a big Yeah, butt. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. I don't think he's doing it just because of the reason that you said. <laughs> no, I think that Toto is great. I think Jake's onto something here, though. But he doesn't. Obje- he doesn't actually. He's around women all the time, and he never objectifies them. Okay, we'll, we'll see in season two. Your guys' opinion about like the women versus men thing is always so interesting to me because you always disagree with me. <laughs> I love it. It's it's the guys in the room standing up for the women and not the women. <laughs> right. That's right, Jake. <laughs> Absolutely right. Anyways. Well, anyways, I love Toto. I think that he is super powerful, and I think he is either really dumb or extremely intelligent, and I really have not decided which yet. But either way, he's hilarious because of it, because he just says things that come out of left field all the time. But at this point, nobody can beat him. Nobody? Beat him as your favorite or beat him in a fight? Beat him in a fight. I mean, Hanami probably came close, but... Yeah. Gojo stepped in. So You mean no villain can beat him in a fight? No, nobody could beat him in a fight. I mean, Gojo, Gojo, could, Gojo, beat him. Gojo, Gojo could beat him in a fight. <laughs> what about electric guitar guy? Electric guitar guy could beat him. I don't uh, know. Electric guitar. Okay, the, the principle of the Kyoto School. First of all, let's talk about that. We haven't really talked about cursed techniques yet or cursed energy, the whole power system of the show. But... <laughs> <laughs> What a lame display of his cursed technique in season one when he's battling and he just is an amplifier. He's like, I've got this guitar. Meow. And it didn't do anything. It didn't didn't do anything. The villain was just like, ugh, that was loud. (laughs) That's basically it. That was probably the most memorable part part of the show. Uh. All right, Jake, who's your favorite character? Nanamine. No one has mentioned Nanamine yet. No. We, we, we barely had any moment. We each named a one favorite character. Yeah. There's been a lot of moments. Ask me my second favorite them. character. 
Who's your second favorite? Not Nanamine. <laughs> Go ahead. Why is Nanamine your favorite? All right. I have bullet points. His voice. Oh, and yeah. I'm watching the Japanese. He's just, he's a good voice actor. It's, yeah, it's just like. It's hot. It's hot. It is I get hot. it, Jake. I get it. It is hot. His attire. Mm-hmm. I love the businessman badass fighting in a suit, carrying a suitcase. That pattern tie. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Glasses, slick back hair. And I love that his fighting is related to like job attributes. Mm-hmm. Like he's fighting um, Stitch Face Demon. Mm-hmm. Not Demon, Mahito. Curse. Yeah. And he, it's all, it's close to six. And he's like, well, I got to get off at six or else I'm going into overtime. And he treats yeah, it like cool. a job. And I he even that. says that like when he went to school to be a salary man, he was like, if I'm going to do something I don't like, I might as well do something I'm good at, which is why he decided to be a jujitsu sorcerer. Yeah, he's just like... That's cool. He's suave and like chill. Speaking of that, this is just like a fan speculation, but you know his curse technique is like seven to three, and someone like was yeah, talking not, about that. Yeah, I'm not that. a fan of that. Yes, but seven to three is like a full work day. Holy shit. That's actually, <laughs> actually great. I'm a fan of that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's really cool because that technique didn't make any sense to me on why it was good. Yeah, I kept thinking like of it as like a fraction and I was like, doesn't make sense. Oh, well, it is. It's like a ratio thing. Yeah. But someone just like pointed that out. They're like, well, his technique is seven to three. And that's like a business. That's like a full days of work, like nine to five minus two hours anyways. Yeah, but. Hitting things in that ratio, like why that's better than other ratios. I don't know. He can just find the perfect spot, like the weak spot that something will break at, you know? Yeah. Smash. That okay. is mind blowing though. Seven to three as a work day. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that is cool. Super cool. <laughs> wow. We don't care about the actual technique. Forget about that's the curse cool. technique. Who gives a crap about that? <laughs> Yo, Nanamin is really cool. I dig his vibe. His look is really cool too. And I love his little flashback moment he had. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. So so intimate. simple. Yeah. yeah. And it also didn't take up an entire episode either. Right. It was really like wonderfully paced. And you cared about the bakery lady. Yeah, was you it did. A bakery? Yeah. I actually yeah. want to run a bakery now because he made her feel so important. I know. Right. <laughs> saving the world over here. Right. I like that he's someone that you kind of have to like assume that he's a certain way. Because you can tell, but he doesn't put it off that way. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's fighting and he says that like those humans that are turned into curses, he says that it's part of my like work ethic to not bring feelings into the fight mm-hmm. as he's wiping away a tear of one of those humans. Yeah. It's like. That is cool. He's so deep. Yeah. So he's my favorite. Digging it. I was so in the zone. <laughs> you Just were- like <laughs> Black Flash. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean. Black Flash, you know? what? What's up with that? <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a segue. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a segue, all right, too. Here's, here's the segue. I think we should talk about all the curse energy techniques that don't make sense. Seven to three was on the list, but now it makes sense. It does not make sense. Well, yeah, I guess it doesn't make sense. But Okay, I'm going to say something a little controversial. Okay. Do they need to make sense? It's oh, an anime. That's true. <laughs> It's very true. I appreciate when they do. I appreciate when they do. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Okay, so. Oh, okay. The power system is. <laughs> 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 okay. So, so 
So power system in the show is cursed energy. And so the way they explain it is that cursed energy is a buildup of negative emotions. And that is where all the sorcerers draw their power. That's how curses come into existence. Curses are like the physical manifestation of all the negative, bad emotions that humans feel. Um, And obviously the more collected those feelings become like around cemeteries or around schools where people are very upset all the time, um, those curses become more powerful because they have more cursed energy. But in the case of a sorcerer, they themselves generate cursed energy and they can either just use it as is and just like, wow, I'm really powerful. I have cursed energy. Or they can apply that cursed energy through cursed techniques. And the way I understand it is that you are born with a cursed technique. You can't create one. You can't build one for yourself. Can't take one from somebody else. You are just born with it. And so if you're lucky, you're lucky. If you're not, you're not. Um, And that's why everybody's got really weird, bonkers, cursed techniques. Even the most powerful characters might have the dumbest cursed technique, but they can't do anything about it. They can't just get a new one. Mm -hmm. Um, So they just get really good at what they got, like clapping and it can change your position, which in itself is not that impressive. But that one makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Ones that don't make sense. Are? Are, help me out with her name, the main girl on- Nobara. Nobara. The hammer and the nails. It makes sense with the straw doll, Mm -hmm. but what is she doing here? It's resonance. Okay. So I think it's like the principle behind it is like the resonance of the cursed energy. So like that's what she does a lot with those, the straw hair dolls. She's taking a piece of someone else, right? And then when she attacks it, kind of like a voodoo doll, Mm -hmm. the attack resonates and it applies to the full body of that person because of the connection of the cursed energy. So does she need the voodoo doll or does she not? I think she needs the voodoo doll to make the technique work. Yeah. She sometimes like just hits the nails like at the person. Yeah. Sometimes. Or the, and, or the curse. And the way that I would describe that is that's probably just an application of her cursed energy that makes sense for her because there's plenty of people that do things with cursed energy that are not necessarily their technique. Totally. I wouldn't say they just like imbue their cursed energy into something else. A great example of this would be Mai from the Kyoto school, the twin of Maki. Mm-hmm. Her curse technique that she reveals in the show is creation. So what she can do is she can use curse energy to create a physical object. Shout out Yazu, Yarozu, Yazurozu. How do you say her name? Yazurozu. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Like uh, her quirk. Is she using her lipids though? No, she's using cursed energy. (laughs) So, but. It's It takes so much cursed energy that she can make at max like one bullet a day. So she can't use her technique to fight. So what she does instead is she imbues her cursed energy in other objects. Um, my understanding is that like when she uses the gun, sometimes she's using bullets and sometimes she's just shooting out cursed energy. Hmm. Things like that. That's kind of like what Nabara with the, I'm with the, I'm with with the hammer and nails. How are you feeling about this, Jake? You lost me. What? How? How did I lose you? No, no, you? you did a great job explaining. <laughs> I think it's just you, something you d- about the plot of the show that uh, just loses. But this me. doesn't have anything to do with the plot. This is just about cursed energy. Like, the yeah, that's what I mean. The, the plot, which Matt, the power. Maddie did a much better job explaining it than the show did, and I think that's my problem. Because, like, okay, that makes sense. That's cool. But I guess, like, whether there were too many scenes or visuals going on, or too many people talking in the conversation when someone was explaining their cursed technique. 
I just went way over my head. Right. And I felt like I was pay, paying pretty good attention to it. All right, one more. Explain yeah. Itadori's Black Flash. Oh, okay, yeah, Black Flash. Uh, <laughs> my understanding of Black Flash is just that you hit so hard, the cursed energy hits twice. And so I that fast. Was, I thought that was his regular thing, though. Like his, his, no, that, regular, that's his regular thing. His yeah. regular thing is he hits... He was faster than his cursed energy. So he would hit somebody and then his cursed energy would come later. So it felt like two punches. One was with his physical self and then one was with cursed energy. Which is cool. And that makes sense. And I thought Black Flash was the cursed energy, essentially thunderclapping. <laughs> I don't know, but I know it's within one trillionth of a second per Toto. Yeah. And which is also something that I did not like. One trillionth of a second. <laughs> it's when he has that whole uh, explanation of the fight happening in front of him in his mind. And it takes like two minutes. And then it goes back to his face and he's like, occurred in one tenth of a second. <laughs> I love Toto. How do you not think that's fucking hilarious? I mean, he is funny. He is super funny. I think Toto's hilarious. He also objectifies women. Uh. <laughs> but he's funny. I will not accept this slander at my favorite characters every turn. <laughs> we should totally keep tab on like, all the characters that Maddie says are favorite. And if they like, yeah, this is great. Great observation, Jake. Yeah. I love this. Okay. So Black Flash, one trillionth of a second. What other what other cursed energy or cursed techniques don't make sense to me? Do you specifically? We, I don't know. We don't really know Gojo's cursed technique. Yeah. Um, and, and to that point, they haven't really gotten into that. They've been holding a lot back, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I feel like even the big reveals of the season, like Mai revealing her cursed technique at the end of her battle, Panda only briefly gives an overview of what his whole deal is. There is pandas a panda is, in the show, guys. Pandas is Pandash. <laughs> panda Express? You know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know about. when Yuji and Toto are fighting the uh, forest curse or the nature curse? Hanamiya. Yeah. He picks up Fushiguro and whoever was fighting Maki? with him, Maki, and runs away and he yells... That's like one of my favorite parts. (laughs) Can you say that again for the the listeners, please? Honestly, (laughs) I have a lot of favorite moments in this show, but you just reminded me truthfully, and this is not, there's nothing to do with the manga. So this is an anime exclusive for the anime night podcast. The end scenes after the credits, the juju scroll or whatever they're called at the end are so freaking hilarious. They are really funny. I don't know if you remember this, but there's one where all like the big curses to like Mahito and Jogo and Hanami, they have like one of those end scenes and they're all like high school students. And Mahito is like wearing a schoolgirl's uniform and they're like acting like they're actually high school students. No, they're actually, they're high school students. And it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that would be odd to me. I don't think I remember that one. I have a confession. I never watched those in anime. <laughs> you never watch? <laughs> but I think what we all have watched is what's arguably the best part of the show is the outro in season one. When they're dancing with the colors through the Oh, yeah. oh yeah. That is one of the best outro animations I've seen. Yeah, it I think is it's cool. one of the best ever. outro songs and ever. Yeah, and songs. The song is so good. It's It's like almost as unique as Attack on Titan's new intro for the fourth season. It's just very unique. Yeah, very unique. 
But the animation is fun. Like, I want to be dancing through those doors with the characters. Being all suave. Like Being all suave, you know, feeling the rhythm. Whatever. We got to figure out what that song is called. Oh, I actually um, heard, though, this happened a while back. The artist or the label that did that song, they took it down off of, like, streaming services. Really? I don't remember what it was called. It was, like, Isle of Paradise, Birds of Paradise, something you know like what? that. Um, I did at one point in time, but I promptly forgot that information. So wow, <laughs> that's crazy. But I think that 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 outro won an award, like a Crunchyroll award or something. Don't quote me on that, everyone. I will find out for sure. We're very well informed people on this yes. podcast. You know, I'm going to look it up right now. We know a lot of half truths. A lot of I heard one time. I thought, you know, stuff <laughs> the like internet that. Said, yeah, someone told me. I say stuff like that all the time, and I just hope that nobody ever calls me on it or tries to correct me. It is called Lost in Paradise. You're yeah. right. Correct. I said That's birds right. in paradise. Right. <laughs> you know, Lost I in mean, Paradise. You got paradise two was there. Right. But I'm not seeing my 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 half truth that I said. So we need to talk about trivia. 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 I don't know where my note was. I just I'm a percussionist. I, I actually know, can't harmonize. I could really only hear myself. So. I'm ashamed. My 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 note was bad. I couldn't have been out of key because I was first. Yeah, so. do it again. I, I'm a percussionist. Really, you should have me start. I cannot harmonize. All right, start, start. I actually also can't sing, so maybe. <laughs> Jake, start again. We got this. Trivia. Trying to like quiet down so we can hear how bad she is. Well, All right. That was nah, I think I butchered that just as much. All right. Trivia. Guys, we're all musicians. <laughs> again, again, I'm a rhythm musician. <laughs> okay. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. How about we cl- uh, clap snap if we know the answer? Okay. Will that, will that pick up well? If it doesn't, I can just be like, Cameron, you were first. Cool. Perfect. Okay. What two clubs in the first episode are vying to have Yuji in them? One is the Occult Club, and the other one is Track and Field? Correct. (laughs) One for Maddie. That was good. That was good. I would be surprised if y'all get this one. What is the name of Sakuna's domain expansion? Context- he shows it when he fights the first special grade at the detention center. Is it like throne gate hell? Throne gate hell. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it could be right. It's like something so, like that, that's right? That's pretty good. Right? No. Malevolent shrine. That is where basically, I was going next. It's basically throne gate hell. Yeah. So. A shrine kind of, yeah. is like a throne gate hell so eleven means bad <laughs> anyways i'm right and next question okay um this is kind of obscure as well it's if you're really paying attention what is the name <laughs> of the only upperclassman fushiguro can respect um he is overseas at the moment and not shown I know who he is that's the worst part i have no Starts idea oh <laughs> <laughs> It starts with an O. I can tell you what his deal is, what his power is. Do you want that? No, no, uh, because he's probably already been introduced in the manga. So you even, 
It's even worse that you don't know. Uh, it's um. Well, now you should be embarrassed. This is a negative point if you get it wrong. Oh my gosh! Okay, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Okatsu. I was literally about to say that. I was literally about to say that, and I thought that I would sound so dumb Wait, if I got that name? wrong. Okatsu. Okatsu. Isn't that the ramen place in Nashville? That's otaku. otaku. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, here's a a general one that you should get. Full name of the school they go to. I should have. Said <laughs> I, I knew it. I could see it in your face. It's like jujitsu high, jujitsu, jujitsu. You're, you're, you're missing a word. Technical. You're missing a word, Cameron, but you have it. Is it technical? Oh, jujitsu tech high. No. Sorcery before jujitsu. Tokyo. Yeah. Damn it! It's just te- Tokyo jujitsu high. It's jujitsu uh, high school. Yeah. All right, another easy one since y'all don't know anything. <laughs> what kind of weapon does third year Mai use? Mai? Yeah. Like the twin? Mm-hmm. I mean, she uses a gun, a revolver, a, it, a six thing. Yeah, you don't revolver. have to go that specific. I Well, I did. <laughs> that was good, too. <laughs> that was really good. I don't know any of these, obviously. This isn't even okay, a here, Here's a good one. What kind of curse does Nana mean kill sitting on the baker girl's shoulder? It's like a fly, fly head. Oh, you were gonna. Yeah, oh, no, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't snap though. Cam I didn't had it. Right, Cam had it. Okay, Why that had... one's a, that's a point to Cam. I stole that one. I'll take the pity point. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take it. All right, getting a little harder. Should be memorable. When they're playing baseball, this is like one of the last episodes. They show each other, or they show each character at bat with a fun fact about them, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get this. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you right. What is pandas? Oh, no. Pandas was really memorable, I feel like. His favorite food is Panda Express. No. Panda's fun fact was that... I'll give you a hint. It is related to his species. I have no idea. Don't you look at me. Panda bears aren't bears? I don't know. No, wants to punch a zebra someday. Related as in it it was about another animal. I actually remember that now. That's actually really... That That is hilarious. That's funny. Get a, a few more. Give us two more. Give us your next two best. Okay. And one make one easy so I can hopefully compete. And I won't I won't answer if I don't snap. They're both gonna be hard. So great. Love it. I'll give you probably the hardest one first. Perfect. What term does Gojo's assistant call Nanamin when he's thinking about how he's not with Yuji and he's getting scared that he'll get scolded for it. Oh, no. I'm doing trivia next. This he is says, well, I'll give you, it'll be blanks. He says it won't matter much to someone like Gojo, but not the blank of blank not I mean. I have no idea. Is one of the words Prince? Both of the words are the same. That made it even harder. Is he the, <laughs> I don't know, neurotic of neurotics? Is he the... Uh, Douchebag of think about Think about him. Jerk of jerks. Think about not I mean. Professional of professional. Adult of adults. Oh my gosh. As soon as you say these, I'm like, yeah, that totally makes sense. I remember that vividly. The adult of adults. All right, give us your easiest question for the last one. I already gave my easy ones. (laughs) I've seen this show twice and read the manga. What's what's the name of Fushiguro's bird curse? That's good. New. Okay, that was an easy one. Now it was easy for me. (laughs) 
This is going to be really hard, but it's it's actually kind of a fun fact because I don't expect you to get it. So when Fushiguro and Kugisaki first meet the second years after Yuji dies, they're talking about the sister school exchange event. And Kugisaki's wondering what that is. And mm-hmm. she mentions a video game and she's like, do you play this? She says Super Smash. Wow. Dude, yeah. Maddie, you are on it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll be, I'll be that was a shout prepared. out because I'm really good. At Super Smash Bros. Wait, Melee. Lauren. Who's your favorite character? Who do you play as? I play as Captain Falcon. Mm-hmm. Stomp yeah. knee. In Melee. I'm good. Play me. You don't play Ultimate though. I'm good at Ultimate too. But I, I'm really good at Melee. We gotta, we gotta play some Ultimate. We do. I'm not playing Melee with Jake. He wins every <laughs> time. I can't play anything with Jake. We tried to play a Mario Party one time and he got really bummed to have me... <laughs> On his team in any of the mini games. Dude. In Dungeon Duos. <laughs> That's funny. This Dungeon was like two Duos. years ago. He specifically remembers the game. It. I'm really into that game. Domination, no one has beaten my record. True. Let's play. Let's make it happen. I love me some Mario Party. Talk about a game to make your friends your enemies. Mario Party. I always thought that was Super Smash, but. Mario Party's more accessible. Maybe it's because I always beat everyone in Mario Party. I'm always having <laughs> a good time. You beat everyone in Smash. That's true. One time Cameron and another one of my friends teamed up against me and I beat them both. Jake is super cocky right now. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got that like yeah, air to him. Yeah, like, like, do you want to go get a game out right now? Like, like, super Smash Bros. is one of those games that people always say I'm good at or they always say, oh, you could never beat my friend. Mm-hmm. And then I play these people and I always beat them. <laughs> I remember when we were in college. When we were in college, not being used to, cocky, just being truthful. always win. <laughs> Jake used to watch Super Smash professional players, just videos of them playing in college. I, mean, I still do. <laughs> Cameron's always watching basketball. I'm watching Super Smash tournaments. But we're all always watching anime. Yeah, we're all watching anime. And all of you need to watch Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> yeah, it's not so- Jujutsu. That one sucks. <laughs> <laughs>